This week on the audio podcast, episode 76, hit the solo, Scott is alone and by himself. Oh, but he still manages to talk about a whole load of pre-announced releases, a little look at a couple of new releases, and there is a single item of plunder to satisfy your pirate needs. All that and more on this week's The Audio Podcast. Episode 76. Woo! Um, I'm only I'm here by myself, but that's okay. It's the 29th. Yeah, 29th of October. Um, I have to be honest with everybody, I am on the back of a manic weekend. For those who spotted it, or maybe didn't, but I did a 24-hour podcast. I did a, a 24-hour podcast um, from Saturday at 4 o'clock to Sunday at 4 o'clock, uh, helped out by Adam Yanch. So, um, a little bit knackered, we're running a little bit behind and late today, and, you know, Sam is away on a scheduled break, which is fine, Adam is still without internet, so... As a consequence, I've ended up here in a solo capacity, but that's okay. Um, it's going to be probably a little shorter than usual, but, um, you know, that'd be what it is. So don't forget, the show notes, as always, are at uh, theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 76, so you can uh, follow along with the show notes if you want to. I am running inside the uh, inside of Google Plus Hangout, streaming out to YouTube, so you can see me on YouTube, but if you're part of the audio podcast circles then you'll be also able to drop into the uh, podcast as well if you want to. So, uh, you know, feel free to join in if you like. That's cool. So uh, let's get into the news on Show 76. Hit the solo. So um, first of all, uh, a bit of news from Ableton. So uh, Ableton Live 9 has been announced. Um, Not yet released. It's due to be released at the beginning of the quarter, at the beginning of next quarter. Um, A whole lot of really exciting stuff. We murmured... We kind of mentioned it last week when a little bit more detail came out, the week before when the leak happened as well. But there's quite a, you know, quite a lot of really cool kind of things there, you know. Um, new things, uh, session automation. So, uh, you know, you can put automation into clips. We don't have to use dummy clips anymore. And so you can move the, uh, you know, you can move those, those clips with, with their automation as well. To be honest, I'm not that, I'm not in that kind of interested in that. Dummy clips work really well, and there's loads of stuff you can do with a dummy clip. Anyway, so I've, I'm I'm not such a fan of that. That hasn't been something I've been really looking for, and I don't know if it's, you know, maybe. You can go audio to MIDI directly. I'm saying this is more and more of live's kind of live performance sort of stuff, so you can go straight from an audio into MIDI. Um, obviously, that's only going to be as good as the, situ- as the circumstances and the quality of it, so, you know, maybe, maybe it'd be cool. And there's some new compression... Um, new EQ, some kind of reverb stuff as well, some kind of boost in quality across the whole lot. So it's going to be pretty cool. But the main news right now is that if you buy Live 8, you can get a 25% discount on its price and an upgrade to Live 9 when it's released in the year. Um, so that means that there are some awesome, you know, some really cool pricing right now. If you're interested, if you just want to get a live intro, 25% off is €74 Euros as a download. And... That's you know that's a live nine upgrade, you know that's a you know oh well it's a fifty fifty euro it's a fifty euro coupon for a live nine upgrade to either standard or suite. If you get live nine standard, two hundred and sixty two euros for live eight, and that's the upgrade to live nine. And for the suite, it's four hundred and twelve euros, but with the free upgrade to live nine as well. So I wonder if that means the intro version is being dropped. Hmm, interesting. 
But uh, certainly Live Aid and Sweet Eight are going to be available at discounted prices. So that's kind of cool. Um, those discounts are also wrapped in with the push as well, which is, well, with push, which has just been announced. So, you know, maybe it's a good time to get involved. Uh, Max for Live is also now available there. Though I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, it's actually, that's actually now included in with the suite. So, you know, maybe you don't need to worry so much about, maybe that's something that you can check out as well. So, it's pretty cool. We'll probably talk more about Live 9 as it gets nearer and as we kind of get, you know, maybe get access to a copy. Hopefully, we'll try and find an early copy from somewhere so we can have a little play with it. So, that's cool. So, uh, Live 9 due at the start of next year, but nonetheless, the discounts are already on their way. Uh, heading into uh, some more kind of little bits of upgrades that are happening as well. Um, Avid and Gobbler have announced uh, some deeper integration. Pro Tool of Blog has jumped onto this. I couldn't find a, a link off Avid's site, so I've linked out to the Pro Tool of Blog story. Um, basically, uh, Gobbler is a, a kind of audio backup system. Think Dropbox, but designed more for audio as a kind of particular thing. Uh, features it gives you the opportunity to back up a Pro Tools session to cloud directly. Um, there's no limitation to file sizes, so that makes it much easier to work with than, say, Dropbox in this sort of circumstance. Um, Gobbler kind of will identify files that you've previously used and save uploading just because you've duplicated them to other places. And it's uh, Pro Tools aware, so it won't kind of interrupt a Pro Tools session. So if you're doing something in Pro Tools, it will just sit idle in the background waiting for an opportunity to get involved and to do that as well. It also does a continuous backup of sessions as you work. Now, it, it does say in the kind of print there that you're, the session will be ready to go when you go home. And I think that's the clue because there's no way that it could be a continuous backup if Gobbler doesn't, if one of the main features of Gobbler is the fact that it knows that your Pro Tools systems are active and therefore not to do it. So I suspect this is the kind of backup environment of you can do a session, leave, and it automatically offsite will essentially be offsiting it to somewhere else. I suspect most people are probably doing that, whether it's with redundant hard drives locally on the network or whether they've been pushing things across, you know, with FTP uploads or such. But it's nice that that integration is actually going to be built in, you know, looks like it's going to be built in. And the feature of Gobbler knowing not to do something when your file, you know, when you're busy, when you're busy working with some audio is a really, really, really important and I think a really neat, really neat feature. I use Dropbox to do a lot of backup stuff and it's always, a, it's always something I have to be remembered to do is turn off Dropbox whenever I'm giving, going to do a performance or I'm doing some recording because if I don't, Dropbox will just kind of kick off and start causing problems. So it's, that's, that's a really kind of cool, cool feature to have. I know that you can pause Dropbox, but I find it's easier to quit it. But if you wanted to, you obviously could just pause it instead to get that. Mm. I've always wondered if it's possible to crash, like kind of get it mixed up by pushing things up and taking things down at the same time from from Dropbox while playing them. But it, it seems fairly resilient, and Gobbler, I know, is is as resilient as well. What else we got? Uh, some more new announcements. So two pre two discussions of pre-announced things. A another discussion um, on these kind of things. But uh, Isotope has announced uh, Trash Two. So uh, Trash uh, is, what, nine and a half years, maybe ten years old by now, something like that? Um, been around a long time and has been the kind of, well, they refer to it as a cult classic. It has been the kind of choice for distortion amongst uh, kind of recording guitarists for a long time. Um, from the blurb, Trash 2 is primed for a powerful new era of audio mangling distortion and experimentation. Let sonic mayhem ensue. Which I think is kind of cool, you know? But it's there. Uh, there's a kind of cool little video. It's due real, real soon. And it, it is designed 
for, for ease of use, but also that you can then kind of get into the nitty gritty and start to sort of kind of mold the exact kind of quality of the distortion in the trash that you're hearing to something which is more kind of fitting as to what you're actually wanting to work with. So that's kind of cool. Um, it is coming in November, so it is due real soon, real soon. Uh, email right now if you want to get the update as soon as it's available as well. And I suspect I just will run a promo on its way when it's out as well. So that's kind of cool. Uh, the Sure Facebook competition. Um, yeah, uh, Sure UK have their own Facebook page and apparently felt the need to have a competition. Uh, tend to it, you simply uh, like them on Facebook, not surprisingly, and submit a picture of, sh of your Sure mic along with a short paragraph. A short paragraph? Telling us why you love the microphone. There you go. Um, what, were the, what were the prizes? I, I think the prizes were like iPhone covers or something. I, I remember thinking, that's not much of a prize, but then thinking it's not much of a competition. So, hey, you know, it balances out. Obviously, it's all about getting you to like them on Facebook, really. Though, you know, they do kind of acquire some rights as well. You should uh, check all the blurb out, obviously, up on Facebook as well. Uh, sure, Mike. So, well, I use one. I'm not using one today. The observant will have noticed it's not here. I still haven't unpacked after Hack Manchester. So um, my, my mic is in a bag. Actually, my mic is out of the bag because I wanted them to look after. So my, my mic is out of the bag. But uh, my mic stand is still in three bits. So I, and I didn't have time to set everything up. But... Um, the observant will know that I tend to use an SM58 most weeks to run this show, which is a great dynamic mic and invincible. So, you know, there we go. It is an invincible mic, and it is great. Uh, a couple of people asked me about it, actually, at Hack Manchester. Why why would I use a an SM58 and not some sort of condenser or something? But And it, and it was interesting to talk to them about it, because what a lot of people don't realize is that directional microphones are generally favored for broadcast, because you can just look away from them and talk to somebody without having to worry about that. So unless you're addressing it exactly, you can do that. But the method that I actually use is, and it's particular to the 58, is you can crank the gain because it's quite low noise. By cranking the gain, you can back off from the microphone a little bit. As you've probably noticed, I tend to be a distance away from it. That loses the proximity effect that you get with something like a 58. And you still get a kind of nice, clean sound that's easy to work with. So that's my, my tip for broadcasting, for podcasts and stuff like that, is definitely a 58, crank the gain quite high, and then just back off from it and just talk to it there. You have to be careful that you're in a kind of quiet environment and that the environment's not too kind of boo -boo -boo boomy and such. But as long as it's you know, reasonably good, that's okay. Today I'm um, I'm actually running on the microphone built into my webcam. So uh, it's up here. As like When I moved the webcam earlier on, you would have heard it go bang, bang, bang. I'm sorry about that. I've done that just because I found the built-in one. The built-in one on the Mac is kind of picks up a lot of the fan noise now because my laptop tends, tends to have its fan running quite hard all the time. And also, as we know from uh, previous episodes of uh, Scott McLaughlin was the most notorious of these kind of these guilty parties for uh, typing in the middle of things. So I wanted the ability to type in here in case people were saying hello to me or stuff like that. Um, you know. So that's uh, you know, that was my option. That, that's the reason for doing that. And, well, that's what I'm using today. And that's the reason I normally use a 58. And that's all based on the fact that Sure have a Facebook competition as well. Now, what I consider to be a... I was amazed that this was actually a... That, that this is a story, but in, indeed it is. Well, no, it makes sense that it's a story. But I was intrigued that you would advertise yourself for this. So what is one of the least um, good-sounding audio environments? What is the one where you nobody ever hears the message properly? And you're always like... What was that? What was that about? Well, how about this? The train station. So Tanoi are a, 
have a have a little article running about the fact that their one of their speaker ranges has been installed into Waterloo Station in the in the United Kingdom for all of its uh, 350,000 passengers per day to hear their announcements with clarity. Um, now I have to be honest, I haven't heard this system. I haven't been there recently, but I have never been in a railway station and thought, oh, that's easy to hear and clear. Um, I spent a bit of time in Leeds, Manchester, Scarborough, York, those stations, and you can never hear the announcements properly. But anyway, Tanoi are proud of what they have done in Waterloo. So next time you're in Waterloo, I will encourage you to uh, to let me know and give me an assessment. Was it clear and easy to hear? And if you're interested in what they've actually what's actually been installed in there, then there's the link to it as well from uh, from the show notes at the uh, audiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 76. As this is a 76, show 76, hit the solo. Well, that's the end of my news because uh, I was in a bit of a rush. It's been a chaotic week. And for me, it's been a chaotic week as well. I thought something that's been kind of fun to do recently has been to have a quick look through the Twitterverse. So I thought it'd be fun to do that. I'm going to go through and retweet the retweet these items and then I'll pr- pull them into a story later on this evening. But um, let's have a quick look and see if there's any kind of cool things floating around the Twitterverse that might be of interest to us. Uh, Roland UK have a, a Get Issue 3 of Power On. Oh, it's it's their magazine. You know, it's there. It's available. Um, ooh. So uh, Seinhauser USA for our uh, well, stateside listeners who we hope are keeping dry and safe uh, with uh, Hurricane Sandy on its way. Um, there's a chance to win a free pair of headphones. Um, if you submit a track into their playlist, let's see what else we got there. Um, uh, yes, the um, American American Cinema is running a Dolby was running a weekend of Dolby, which you might have taken part in. Just that you know, a big thing about the fact that everything's in Dolby surround at the moment, which is kind of cool. Uh, Mixed Mag. Let me just retweet them out here. So that one there, we'll retweet that one, and uh, we want Sun House of USA as well. I know which one did we do next. Oh, yes, the weekend at Dolby. Retweet. Mixmag exclusive download. What did he do next? Oh, it's always tricky for me trying to remember this. There we go. That feels. Oh, yeah, the Cake Walking story as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mentioned that they have announcements. Oh, iPhone 4, Ian. It's not an iPhone 4, it's a Nexus 4. We had iPhone 5 a couple of weeks ago. That's there as well. Anything else going kind of crazy? I think we're there. Oh, maybe we're... There we go. I think that's about it. I'm just saying there's nothing that's really jumping out of me and saying, you know, this is awesome, this is awesome. I'm just kind of flicking through. Just kind of flicking through and having a look around. Um... Hmm. No, I think we're probably about there. Oh, yeah, and Pro, Tool, uh, Pro Tools expert, uh, Pro, Tool, uh, Pro Tools expert, uh, uh, just seen there, they announced me that the uh, uh, Slate have announced the uh, virtual bus compressors. Uh, that's uh, three different compressors, not claiming to be, but nonetheless with very kind of similar sounds. If I remember correctly, um, one of them, a lot of people are suggesting, is kind of SSL inspired. The other one is a Neve, and there was a third one, but my memory fails me as to which one, as to who the third one was. Maybe I think that was a little bit more of a kind of more of an American feel to it. So some interesting, um, you know, some interesting elements that I've had there as well. So um, I think I'm probably, you know, 
let's go do the plunder. I gotta do the plunder. It feels weird talking to yourself. It really does. I have to confess that. And I've been doing a lot of that recently. Let me get into the plunder. It's a single item. Uh, Raven, uh, uh, well, there is the Raven MTX, which is a Slate Pro Audio uh, product. It is basically a massive multi-touch flat screen on steroids linked into their analog processing, to their to their analog hardware. It's a cool mishmash of the two. Um, you know, it is definitely plunder worthy and very cool. So you should, uh, you should, you know, yeah, you should go check it out. We'll go check that out and have a look. Oh, I got a, I've got a question just pop in here. Um, ah, yes. How went, how went the iPad as a roving mic? This is referring back to Hack Manchester. The answer is it didn't to that. Um, why? Two reasons. First of all, it turns out that you can't join a Hangout on air after it started being broadcasted live from a version one iPad but you can apparently get in before you start broadcasting it live. So that was um, that, that was one reason why it didn't work. The second reason it didn't work is, as is typical of conferences, there wasn't full... Um, not all of the practicalities had been fully considered. Uh, allow me to paint you a picture. There were 300, partic- 300 people at the conference. No big deal. But those are 300 programmers and kind of geeky people plus extras. And how many uh, IP devices do you carry to a conference? Well, you know, I was there. I was obviously there working um, with uh, Audion, um, pro- producing a kind of commentary and a podcast of it. So we had, a, um, I had three laptops and an iPad and a phone, all requiring IP addresses. And not surprisingly, the other 250 people there had a similar collection of laptops and things. So we ran out of IP addresses very quickly, hit the upper limit of what the what was allowed on the managed network. So it took them 18 hours or so to get the managed network extended to allow us to add an extra IP IP devices. So the plus point of this story, though, is the um, is is a testimony to this phone. I always forget that my camera's over here. This is an HTC Desire running on T-Mobile, and what was awesome? This phone ran for 20 continuous hours streaming. Um, streaming data. So I used this as a hotspot, plugged it into the mains, used this as a, as a hotspot off its data connection to the laptop, and we streamed the audio coverage from there for the entire for the entire time. It was only actually at the very end we got two hours out of the wired network, and then it crashed in the final hour, and we switched back onto the phone. So the phone never actually crashed. However, the uh, wired network, the wireless network that we were meant to be using, crashed all the time. So. That was a you know a little experience of the adventures at Hack Manchester. Um, yeah. If you're interested, uh, hackmanchester.com, uh, blog.hackmanchester.com, and live.hackmanchester.com. Uh, I did that with Adam Yanch, who you will know as the guest presenter extraordinaire seven reporter with the audio podcast at times. So that was very cool as well. Anyway, I think that's probably going to be us done with the audio podcast for this week. I'm sorry it's been a little shorter than usual. I'm sorry that I've been here alone. I suspect if I had been here with somebody else, it would have been a little bit longer. Next week, um, ne- next week, uh, Sam F should be here. We should have a guest as well, which is pretty exciting. That'd be kind of cool. And we'll have uh, more details about our upcoming adventure to Leicester to cover the Creative Technologies Live conference as well. Uh, don't forget, if you want to say hi in the middle of the week or something like that, feel free to um, at the Audio Podcast or like us on Facebook like us on Google+, send us an email, or you could even comment on the site if you wanted to. 
But with that, um, I'm Scott Hewitt, and I've been here all alone. But nonetheless, it's been fine. And that's been episode 76 of the audio podcast. Mm-hmm.